Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today we have a malicious compliance story involving calling the cops over a toilet. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, don't throw off your groove? You got it. So roughly a year and change ago, I was brand new at my current job. I'm at a point where I've got a fair grasp of how things work, but still have stuff to learn. I'm just going along doing stuff, and then I start doing some things my coworker usually does. I'm not thinking much of it in the moment, but he has an Emperor Kuzco-esque meltdown when I come back to grab some more supplies. He goes on about how I'm doing his stuff and throwing off his groove. He actually said his rhythm, but in keeping with the Cusco imagery, I had to write groove instead. I'm just thinking, okay, that was dumb, but okay, you got it. And from that point on, unless I'm specifically asked to by the boss, I don't do a single thing I see him regularly doing, even on the days where he's off, but I still work. It should be noted that the things I'm intentionally skipping are hardly things that would throw off the operation of the store. Stocking the deli cooler with Lunchables, sandwiches, etc., refilling the pastry display, and windexing the windows and sneeze guards. Last I heard, he's still crying to management about how he's the only one who does these things. I never hear from anyone about not doing them. Beware the groove. All I have to say here is both Emperor's New Groove and Crunk's New Groove are classics, and I appreciate it of being reminded of them by OP here. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, all orders must be connected within three days or escalate. Sure thing, boss. I used to manage the activations department for an ISP. I wouldn't say I managed the team, as my style is they worked with me, not for me. I was simply the department's leader. For some context, the company had been growing for quite some time, but unfortunately not hiring enough staff to cover the growth. I started in the support department before being moved to this position after the entire old activations team quit. Due to the small world it is in the ISP space in my country, I'll keep things a little vague. Some background is required. The old team of three plus the manager used to have one person work on the oldest tickets in their queue, plus two of the newest tickets to keep things moving being interrupted by calls, walk-ups, and messages. The manager would handle billing and cancellations. The same ticket would often get handled by multiple agents in a day. Often, the same agent multiple times too. Almost every day, they were all doing unpaid overtime. We're all salaried employees to handle the spillover from support throughout the night. When they quit, they had about a thousand order tickets. Complaints were common, but not outrageous. I knew that was unsustainable given the growth and acquisitions. By the time this story is relevant, we had over 3,000 tickets and almost no complaints with the same number of less experienced staff. To put that number in a little more perspective, that was two to three times as many tickets as every other department combined. We made many changes over the time and I became an expert in the back to the ticketing system. 
But the biggest change was we changed our workflow to a priority system, and everything now had a due date. All new tickets had a due date of the day they came in. If the customer wanted their connection on a different date, and the pre-check showed no tech was required, that became the new due date. If a tech was needed, the appointment became the due date. If the customer emailed us against their ticket or any update happened to the ticket, the due date changed automatically from whatever it was to today so we could be across the developments as customer request dates and tech dates could be months into the future. Suddenly, the age of the ticket didn't matter, just the due date. And this reduced so much double handling and customer updates were responded to quickly and calls dropped significantly. Now stick with me, as all of this becomes relevant, my priorities were handling the cancellations and billing. When done, I followed the same priority as the team, unless I was in meetings. The team priorities were oversimplified. 1. Get new orders and relocations vetted, text booked, and set applicable due dates. 2. Activate the completed orders or update the customer, tech, and due date if there were issues. 3. Important! Escalate overdue orders and follow up escalations. Due date. 4. Activate voice orders. 5. Finally, everything else that was due today. It became a well-oiled machine. The escalations were maybe 0.5% to 1% of our orders. As we had so few complaints and typically raving positive reviews from our customers, the general manager didn't really understand how we worked, or the depth of the changes that made us so efficient. My daily report was usually skipped in the end of day meetings as we had minimal issues. He focused on the other departments. The way we work now meant that tech issues or appointment issues were also escalated and resolved quickly as nothing slipped through the cracks anymore. The internet wholesaler worked really well with us as we set clear expectations with our customers and we always had great data to back up the escalation process. Our most remote customers who had to wait long times for techs completely understood. Usually a tech was taking a charted bush flight out there followed by some off-road driving to get to the customer to get a satellite internet connection installed. These customers were often hundreds of kilometers from the nearest town and understood the logistics that would be involved and the waiting periods. Very rarely was this an issue. On to the story. Now while we had so many orders coming in, we had just as many, usually more some days, customers canceling their services, largely due to the long support wait times or poor quality support response emails. This meant the general manager was panicking about our records showing we were losing customers to the board and shareholders. In front of everyone, he had a massive yelling fit directed at me about the company's negative growth. And this was my fault and I need to have every customer connected within three days or else we escalated. We have too many orders not connected, no more excuses from the wholesaler. Did I mention they were great and moved heaven and earth for us? Escalating these and getting them connected was our number one priority. Follow them up daily. He's had enough of my team slacking off, etc. Everyone's jaw around me dropped. They knew we weren't perfect, but we were the smoothest running department in the company. I saw red and took a breath. That's fine. Cue malicious compliance. After that public dressing down, I immediately sent him an email confirming what he just said. I got it back in writing. Texts take longer than three days, those orders and escalations become our number one priority. He didn't say business days, so I sat with my team and informed them that our ticket queue is going to be in a world of hurt. 
but we need to make it clear to him that he doesn't understand how we work, what we do, and that the way he spoke about us was inappropriate. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. They are not to stress about the numbers. They are not to do unpaid overtime. I don't care that they're on a salary. Salary accounts for reasonable overtime and this is not reasonable. They are to end work when their shift ends. Do not accept time off in lieu. Only accept paid overtime. I will take the fallout. They aren't paid to be stressed. Most days we have to work on about 300 tickets total and today was a Friday. Customer not getting connected until Tuesday? Well, that's four days. Escalate. Customer roads impassable due to flood so tech has to wait for dry weather? Too bad. Escalate. We escalated about 50 new orders that day which meant Monday we had the usual weekend and Monday orders plus those 50. That day over a hundred new orders were escalated plus the 50 followed up. So our queue reflected we had about 450 tickets due. Less than a third of the new connections got connected even though a tech wasn't needed. Next day the same thing except only a handful of orders got connected. Now we had 600 tickets overdue. By Thursday, support's being hammered by people asking about their connections. Overdue tickets hit the thousands. Wait times blew out. Orders got canceled. Complaints got raised. Come the next Monday, the support managers were screaming at me to get my department in order. I directed them to the general manager. A meeting was called with all department managers over the current state the business found themselves in. When I was asked what was going on, I simply pointed to the email, referenced the dressing down my team got, and informed him I was simply following orders. That's ridiculous. Use your brain. You should know what should be escalated. I pointed out that I thought I did, right up until you screamed at me in front of the entire company and belittled me and my team. You made it clear I have no idea what I'm doing and to do what you say. He informed me to go back to the way we operated and he will review my workflows in detail at a later date. I try to say it won't be that simple. We need to follow the escalations through with wholesale. Getting our queue back in order will take weeks. He wasn't having it. No, the new orders were our number one priority again. 
Get people connected. I again moved to object, but another angry outburst informing me to do as he says. Cue malicious compliance round two, and another follow-up email confirming. We stopped following up the escalations as we had too many new order tickets to process. By the end of the week, the wholesaler called an emergency meeting with the company board, a meeting I was not a part of. They were threatening to pull our wholesale agreement due to the escalated orders not in line with their matrix, and we had inundated their staff also. Not only that, we were no longer keeping up our end of the bargain following them up. This wholesaler was where a significant majority of our customers were fed from. After this meeting finished, I was pulled from my seat to explain myself to the board. Emails prepared, and with the support and sales managers with me for support and as witnesses, I explained the above. I was cleared to leave. The fallout? My team and I were given a blank check for overtime to get us back in order. Unfortunately, no other staff from the other team could assist in a meaningful way, but my team were only too happy to put in as many hours of paid overtime the workplace laws would allow. The company also supplied dinners. It ended up taking us over six weeks to undo the damage the general manager had us cause with the OT. The wholesaler also reduced the remuneration we got paid as they no longer considered us a top-tier ISP. My reports were no longer skimmed and the general manager sat with me often to understand how we worked and complimented me on the innovations from my team's suggestions. He also didn't order me around like that again but more asked for input before making recommendations. We also did get our top tier ranking back, eventually. I think more than anything, I respect OP's patience throughout this whole thing because I feel like a lot of people, and myself included, if you had figured out a system that had been working so well, not only would you want to speak up and try to fight for it, but you'd also just be terribly frustrated by how this person who doesn't get it is ruining everything. Our next story is gonna call the cops over a toilet? Sure. Enjoy signing off that OT. So Florida passed the crappy bathroom law saying people must use the correct bathroom as listed on their birth certificate. I'm non-binary, had some medical issues when I was young that were ignored by doctors and resulted in my reproductive organs and some intestine being removed. Then I pay to remove some more stuff because why not? Eliminate a cancer threat. But I'm not on HRT, just generally very androgynous looking now. I don't really care what pronouns people use for me, and my wife switches based on which is funniest at the moment. At work, they told us they were enforcing the law strictly and staff wouldn't just be disciplined, they'd get the police called on them. Note, there is one gender neutral bathroom in our building, in the admin offices. You have to be buzzed in. Once they leave the office, you have to call a facilities person to let you in, and security has to watch you. They're very big on enforcing a status around here. I got reported for using the wrong restroom, despite that it does conform with the gender on my birth certificate. I didn't really mind which restroom I use, and in the past used whatever was available, because I have IBS, and used the bathroom frequently due to the aforementioned surgery. This just goes to show how freaked up this law is and how it's going to discriminate entirely on appearance. I was told I was reported, and I pointed out I was following the law. Didn't get in any trouble, but they said, well, I need to be mindful of what others perceive. Cue my compliance. I have exclusively started using the admin restroom, wasting multiple people's times. I press the buzzer and make someone let me in. 
I've already lodged a complaint about the time it took someone to answer and how withholding access to a bathroom could be an OSHA violation. I make sure to go after admin hours so security and facilities have to come up and report it and I plan to complain anytime I wait more than 5 minutes for them to arrive. When we close and I'm on the floor, I say that I can't check and clear any of the restrooms so the manager on duty has to and find another person to stop their closing duties to do the other because I helpfully remind them that they can't check both or we have to call the police on them. Many of the co-workers are enjoying this and are supportive in doing the same at close. It helps that we're now getting 15 minute overtime due to closing, our clock rounds to the nearest 15, and it applies to everyone in the building, so around 20 people worth of overtime a day, it adds up. After confronting me on why I'm using their bathroom, a member of admin said that they're now looking into how they can change our existing bathrooms to be gender neutral. I said great, but I'm still going to use this one until then. Some other co-workers have said they're going to do the same. Still a crappy law, but with enough annoyance, I may be able to at least change our district. What always gets me about laws like these is who is expected to enforce it. I feel like there's a very specific kind of person that these laws are targeted to enable, who are just looking to do anything they can to bring specific people down for no reason. They say it's done in the best interest of safety, but really it's just repulsion and hate. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.